0: Thanks for joining us, this is the EWN Podcast
1: Network. Hello, 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 and welcome to Rev with Rachel, where we recreate, enlighten, and vibrate in our radiance. I am Reverend Dr. Rachel Whetstone, but please just call me Rachel. Today's episode is called Move to Get Unstuck and Live in Joy with Connie Hertz. Connie Hertz is a certified dream coach, motivational speaker, author, and entrepreneur. Connie teaches people the art of finding lasting joy no matter what they've been through. Through her personal coaching, teleseminars, webinars, workshops, retreats, and speaking, Connie empowers others to find their own strength and stay determined to achieve all of their goals. She is a contributing author in the Amazon.com number one best-selling book, Succeeding in Spite of Everything. Connie is a former oncology nurse who values helping others. Today, Connie resides in Minneapolis, Minnesota with her partner, Hale, and she is a mother and grandmother. Welcome to the show, Connie. Thank you, Rachel. Thanks for having me. Yes, it's awesome to be here with you. I know I first met you through eWomen Network here in the cities, and it's just been such a delight to know you over the last, It's I think it's been maybe going on five years. Yep, yep, yeah.
0: <laughs> lots, of, lots of great friendships and people that we meet along our journey here that um, are in alignment with the spiritual component of life consciously and the things that we do. Because, you know, I, I think so many times we can really live on autopilot which is not a great place
1: to live right no that's not fun
0: not so (laughs) yeah so one of my things is to help people to slow down and and really pay attention to what's going on around them so they can live in joy and and live a life that they love
1: yeah and that's so important I know that was part of my journey Um, I felt like I had basically accomplished everything, that vision I had for what my life would look like. And then I'm going through each of those days and not waking up feeling joyful or excited to start the day. And I was like, hang on a second, what's going on inside of me? And why am I feeling triggered by different things or getting irritated on the inside? And, um, you know, I felt like I was a kind person, but on the inside, I was just feeling like, ah, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so I needed to go deeper and I just appreciate spending time with people like you who have been doing that for many many years
0: yep yeah and for me what happened was and like a lot of the the people listening to this you know you're prompted to make some changes in your life by um, some obstacles, let's call them, <laughs> that get yeah. in our way of our life that hurt really bad. And that's that's one of the reasons because that I, that I focus on joy, because joy is um, has not always been um, at the forefront for me, and it wasn't mm-hmm. always easy. I'm back on 9/11, um, as the second tower was being hit, my then husband, the father of of our two children, um, was pulled up with a U-Haul right as the second tower was being hit. And he was leaving me for a 27-year-old. And oh my gosh, I like went into a shocked place. And I felt more fear than I'd ever felt in my life. I mean, you know, the whole United States of America was crumbling down around us, it seemed. And my life as I knew it was as well, and yeah. so from that day forward, for a while, I just lived on that autopilot that I spoke of, and um, I needed to because I I could only live from one second to the next because I was in so much pain, and mm-hmm. um, it, uh, that pain caused me to scream to God and just say, you know what. I don't want to live anymore. This pain is too much. I, I, I send somebody to kill me cause I'm too chicken to do it myself. And, and you know, every single time, um, God sent somebody to my front door or on the phone within 30 minutes, and my faith really, really grew during this time frame as, as well. And mm-hmm. um, I'm not a religious person; I'm a really spiritual person, and um, the spirituality grew in my life and and so I learned how to just put one foot in front of the other, and that's you know, the, the, the joy piece came later down the road. It didn't happen overnight.
1: Mm -hmm. So how did you go about that? You know, that healing, I know you've been meditating for years. Um, Tell us a little bit about the tools you used over the years for your healing journey.
0: Yeah, I, um, I actually in 1974, I was 19 years old and I was in nurses training. I one of the people at the hospital introduced me to my first personal growth class. And within this personal growth class, I learned how to meditate. So I've been meditating um, now I'm 62. So I've been meditating what 43 years (laughs) (laughs) on a regular basis. Yeah. Like almost every day. And it's, it's, it's been something that's helped save me in, in many ways because it helped helped me not only now but but through that Horrible time when my mind couldn't quiet down. And um, it was more difficult to meditate, but I did it every day. And it and it helped me to um, with the breathing, the deep breathing, and um, getting that oxygen flowing. And the breathing helps connect us to God or source. And um, so it's, you know, if, if those of you listening to this haven't um embarked on any type of meditation, I would urge you to look at at some type, whether it's a guided meditation or Rachel has her, um, app that, that she offers that has, um, different components that will help you to do this, but it's a piece of, of us taking care of ourselves and we've got to learn to slow down. So that's one piece, Rachel. Yeah. And, and another piece, um, I have been doing, I'm a real, um, I guess, consistent person. It's real easy when I add things into my, my life, um, like my morning readings. I, Mm I, my morning readings, I do not miss. I don't care if I'm out of town where I'm at, if I have to get up, you know, really early in the morning, those don't go by the wayside for anything. And I, I take time to um, send prayers and love and energy out to lots of people that need it. I'm up to about 20 minutes a day, Rachel, mm-hmm. <laughs> for sending out good stuff to people yeah. every day. That's so powerful. Yeah, it is. Well, it helps me to feel like I'm connected and I'm doing something to help mm-hmm. others out there in the world. Because as you know we are all energy beings and um, our vibrations can be sent across the ethers and and it is whether we know it or not. So why not consciously do it?
1: Yeah. And the research is showing that that's effective too the power of prayer and intention and what we're doing with our, our mind and our energy. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And yeah.
0: And so, um, you know, as I went along my journey i 've gone through other personal growth classes too, and that was something that helped me um, after my ex husband left in in two thousand and one was a friend of mine and um, said to me in two thousand and three connie." you are so bitter and angry and this is destroying you. It's hurting people around you, your children. Um, You, why don't you come with me to this personal growth class and and here in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul. Mm -hmm. And so I got back involved for a while, about two and a half years. um, And that I learned again, that it's so vital to take time to Um, do the things for ourself, especially when we're hurting, because we don't have to stay there. We do not have to stay in the pain that I was living within for quite some time. Um, I I didn't have quite the tools, nowhere near like I have today, but I had plenty to start with. And I'm always open to learn new things. And I, I allow people to come in and help me.
1: Yeah. And I think it's really powerful for the listeners to know that healing is possible, the emotional healing, because I think there's, you know, there's stuff out there like anger management, stress management, but we, we can heal that and not let things kind of take us over, let those strong emotions take up so much of our day or a moment or anything and um, inner healing is possible.
0: Yeah, 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 it is, and and a lot of people aren't aware of that because when you get to the place of despair, which is where I was at in mm-hmm. two thousand one, um, it's really difficult to kind of move yourself vibrationally higher. I use a vibrational scale. I did not, I did not um, come up with it. It, I, I got it through Abraham Hicks. A lot of the people listening have heard of Abraham Hicks. Um, And you can find this vibrational chart out there. If not at the end, you'll, you'll get my information and I can send it to you on an email, the, the whole chart, because it's really important for me as a, uh, I'm a pretty visual person. Mm -hmm. And, and what this emotional chart does, it shows on the left-hand side, all of the higher vibrational emotions where we want to strive to live more of our present moments than not. Right. I mean, right. You know, but because we're human, All of us, I don't care what you know, what you've been through, how much personal growth you've gone through, spiritual trainings, we're still human and we still can go over to the left-hand side of this emotional scale where the vibrations are of a lower vibration and they don't feel so good on that, on the right-hand side. The left-hand side is the side that feels really, that's higher, the right-hand side is decide that the vibrations are lower and and so it's really important to have this visual at least for me and a lot of people I work with to to pay attention and go oh wait a minute I'm really frustrated right now because I'm out in this traffic or whatever it might be that's happening Mm -hmm. in a patient um let's put some humor into it, let's put some appreciation into it, and try to raise our v- vibrations consciously. And and people can do it. It's it's just another piece of um knowing that we are the ones that, that have the conscious choices that we make every day.
1: Mm-hmm. That's so true. And you have an acronym that you've used called move. I would love to, for you to share that, how, how you speak to helping people to so that they can get unstuck when they're feeling stuck and maybe not full of joy and, um, lightness. So speak, speak about that.
0: Yeah. So, um, after, you know, as I kept healing along my path, um, as as I moved through everything, I was working with a coach. And if you're not working with a coach, there's many coaches out there. I would urge you to find the just right coach, coach for you, um, in different whatever realm it is that you are needing or searching for. But this coach I was working with um, guided me to create this move acronym, and and what it is is the M of move is when you are feeling like I was in the despair or just even lower energy. Okay. You don't have to be feeling really low on that emotional scale. Like the lowest emotion vibrational emotion is despair and fear and uh, powerlessness. You don't have to be that far down, but when you notice that you're on the right hand side and you want to bring yourself to the, the other side Get out and move yourself physically, whether you're a workout person or not. If you are, you can get to the gym or the health club and move yourself that way. Just get outside in nature. You know, take a walk. Right now, we've Mm -hmm. got like a snowy winter day here in Minnesota. It's really pretty. You could bundle up and take a walk outside just to shift yourself. Just even walk around your yard or something. Mm -hmm. Just shift yourself vibrationally out of what's going on. And then the O of move is about taking ownership. And the ownership for me back in that day, I I, I wasn't owning it. I was blaming a lot. I was blaming my ex-husband and his, his girlfriend, his now wife, for where I was at. I was not taking any kind of ownership that I could change things around in my own mind and heart, um, I was just blaming. And so that's what the the O is. It's, there's way more depth into it. But the V is about verbalize. Stop and, and don't hold it all in like I did um, several times when things were not going okay in my world. I would just suffer alone. And what I found is it was just eating me up. And so when you stop and you find someone that you trust, whether it's a good friend, a family member, um, someone of faith, could be clergy... um, Whoever it is, it has to be someone that, you know, you trust and let them know what's happening. Don't, don't handle it alone. You know, just don't handle it alone, verbalize. And then the E of move is expand, expand yourself spiritually, whether it's through prayer, meditation, meditation. you know, reading the readings that I'm doing, that type of thing. But do something for yourself. Write in a gratitude journal, Rachel. I, I think you do that. I I've been doing it twenty five, six years. Every day, that's part of my morning ritual is writing in a gratitude journal because appreciation mm-hmm. is something that will totally shift anybody from the right-hand side of that emotional scale to the left-hand side where you're feeling better or just raise you up a little higher on the right-hand side so you're not suffering and you're not feeling horrible inside.
1: And it does help you to just start noticing the good in things instead of, you know, focusing on the bad or what what we're not enjoying. We start kind of being able to see the good in each day Mm -hmm. and, and in every moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's vital. It's very vital. And, and we, we have um, control of that. That is up to us. Each one of us, we, we, um, as we take responsibility for our own selves and where we're at, what we're feeling, well, number one, you got to pay attention and slow down enough and get off the autopilot and be aware of what is it I'm feeling right now. I'm feeling Mm -hmm. kind of hunky right now. What, where am I at? What can I do to shift that and change it? And if you can stop and remember my move acronym, it's fairly simple, Mm -hmm. you know, but stop and get into physical movement right off the bat. And I can guarantee you that will help a little bit or a lot, depending on where you're
1: at. Mm Mm-hmm. You've got a lot of great wisdom to share, Connie. We're going to take a moment for commercial here, and we will have more with Connie Hertz when we return. Welcome back. You are listening to Rev with Rachel. I am Reverend Dr. Rachel Weststone, but you can call me Rachel. Today, I am speaking with Connie Hertz, dream coach, motivational speaker, author, and entrepreneur. We left off talking with Connie about her Move acronym at Movement Ownership, verbalize, expanding yourself, the ways to get unstuck, and now we're going to take a moment and. Dig in a little more about one of the things that I love that Connie talks about. So Connie, let's talk about the laws of the universe. I uh, I attended a workshop you taught in your home around the laws of the universe, and I I was aware of some and had been uh, applying them in my life and things. But I loved um, you know how you presented it and that you're out there talking about this important stuff because it's it's like the law of gravity and um, we should kind of be aware of where are these things in our life and how can we improve our life and be aware of it?
0: Yep. And, um, you know, Rachel, the laws of the universe are happening every second of every day, whether you're aware of them, whether you believe in them, they are happening. So what guided me to, um, really explore and learn more about the different laws. There are more than 20 something laws of the universe. And then there's sub laws. And I don't even go into that. It's too confusing. I want people to um, just basically know that through some of the laws, like I, what I have done is I've taken 10 of my favorite laws, right? I, I took some classes on and, and did a lot of my own research on the laws of the universe, and I picked 10 that are my favorite. And mm-hmm. um, so I share those in a blog format. I write a weekly blog. So those of you that love blogs, and um, it's an easy way every Sunday morning, 4 a.m. Central time, they come into your inbox. Um, you can read them and and respond if you want or not. But just just read them for something more uh, to understand. Now, I don't speak every week about the laws of the universe, but I will sprinkle them in. Uh-huh. Um, and and I really know that as I and the people I've taught um, the different laws, the 10 that I focus on, it's really transforming their lives. It's, it's helping each person and myself included to know that if we are aware of these different laws, and I'll share with you in just a second what they are, because a lot of you know about uh, the law of attraction, right? Because of mm-hmm. the secret. And the secret came out several years ago, and it was in the movie and book format. And um you know, there, and what the bleep do we know that came out and that had to, that movie had to do with, um, the, the uh, law of attraction. So I, I knew about that law a lot and it was like, well, what other laws are there? And so I did my workshops that Rachel attended, you know, in my home, you know, kept them small. And then, um, I've done it into you know, worked with other people individually on the laws of the universe. But then I host a, um, a Kauai retreat. It's a spiritual vacation retreat where I teach the laws of the universe outside near the ocean under a tree right there in paradise, where you can hear the birds sing in the ocean waves and feel the sun. And it's just, it's awesome. Yeah, it's, (laughs) it's perfect. It's perfect for those of us that love to be outside and, um, It's just, you know, it's, it's, and I teach in a circle because I do my women's circle groups every month here in my home, very small groups too. And I might, might touch on a universal law in that, that uh, setting as well. Mm -hmm. I sprinkle these laws throughout everything I do um, because I'm, I'm a, I'm always a teacher and I'm always a student, which I know you are as well, Rachel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love learning. (laughs) <laughs> yep. And
0: I know a lot of your listeners are the same way because I, I feel like all of us are messengers out there in this life, whether we take responsibility for that or not. We're, what kind of message are you giving to other people? Um, and, and and so it's these the laws of the universe really... Um, are just like um, the icing on the cake of life. It, it, and, and maybe they're the foundation actually, but but when you consciously live from them the best that you can, um, then they're really like, like the whole, like the icing on the cake of your life. They, they really are. So um, do you want me to, to, to go into the different, the 10 different ones now, or did you wanna say something first?
1: No, I would love for you to share some of those. That sounds perfect.
0: Okay. Well, the first one that I open up with is the law of divine oneness. So if you're taking notes, go ahead and write that down. The law of divine oneness, because we are, like I said before, we're all energy, right? We're all created with energy and vibrations and we're all connected. You know, we're, we're all energetically one. Um, That's, that's, that is just a fact. And knowing
1: that changed my life.
0: Oh, it did? How
1: so? Oh, yeah. How so? Um knowing that we're all connected and um I started it's kind of like when they say namaste in a yoga class, I honor the light and love in you that is the same as the light and love with me. I'd never heard that kind of concept before and I was like, wow, you know, people are out there writing books on this and they know this already. Where was this all my life? And Um, It just helped me, well, first of all, to see that in myself, which is a huge, um, you know, step in self-acceptance and um, empowerment. And then to know that that's in everyone else and to be able to see them in that way, too. Mm -hmm.
0: Yep. And for me, it helped. Um, to have compassion for other people too, because there are people, like I said in the beginning, we are human and we're going to go over to the right side of the emotional scale with some of those lower vibrational emotions, you know, maybe every day because we are human. But what the, what the, this law, the law of divine oneness has helped me to do is to really um, see that and feel the compassion for other people and, and to, to slow down and go, wait a minute, that's their issue. It really isn't mine. And, and, you know, you've all of, I think all of you have heard this saying before that we're, we're a group of spiritual beings here on this planet, having a human experience, Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's the first one I open up with, um, you know, during the Kauai retreat, you know, we're, we're doing that outside under a tree and, and, and everybody gets a chance to talk about, you know, what that means to them as well, because for me, I love to bring the teacher Um, the messenger out in others. And and when I'm doing anything, I like to um, bring the other people in because um, like when I have my women's circles and Rachel, you've been to um, my women's circles too. um, Yeah, You learn from others. It's not just me that that people would learn from it's we learned from each other cause we're all teachers and messengers. And I love that because mm-hmm. one of the main reasons I know I'm here on this planet is to help other people learn what their gifts are. If they don't know them yet and, and sh- then share them in some way out there every day in their lives, it could be small, it could be bigger. Yeah. And, th- and then li- they're living from their passions and then we're going to raise the vibration of this planet, which all of us on, on this podcast know we need this planet's vibrations to be raised. And each of you, us, me, all of us can raise the vibration of this planet. And so that's one of the reasons I know I'm here at this mm-hmm. time and space in, in, uh, in my life.
1: That's, that's. And point. it's so important to know that it starts within us, mm-hmm. you know, it's not about all the, people out there that are triggering all our stuff, all that inner emotional and mental stuff is ours to look at and feel and heal and, you know, shift. Yep. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yes, for sure. <laughs> so, so then I teach two laws a day in, in five mornings out of the seven um, in Kauai because uh, we're out on a catamaran and doing some other things the other days. But um, the second one, right after the law of divine oneness and I did these on purpose this is this is my order it's not anybody else's order it's mm-hmm. what I wanted to put them into um, so it's it's one that a lot of people have not heard of it's called the law of perpetual transmutation of energy <laughs> and it's it's a mouthful the law <laughs> of perpetual transmutation of energy and what that simply is is energy moves from a non-form into form. So anything, any inventions, anything we thought of out there in life, it really didn't, it isn't, it really isn't ours, although people can patent it and call it theirs, but you've (laughs) seen seen where, um, people come up with inventions at the same time. Um, you know, and I use in my teachings um, about electricity, you know, because people think Thomas Edison is the one that came up with electricity, but truly a hundred years before that there were several men in the same time frame in different countries in Europe that had, had come up with a different form of electricity. And so I use that just as a visual so people can understand that, All everything is already here. We need to tap into it, right? And each of us are capable of that because it's there. It's here within the universe.
1: And it's powerful to know that our genius, you know, it's coming from, from the universe, from God, from the kind of the all that is. And we, all of us have the capability of tapping into that. Like there's not someone who's like just smarter, more brilliant. Like maybe we've, decided that we weren't that. And so we kind of shut down that ability or we're operating from stress so much. We can't tap our insight and creativity. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah. And, and, um, so with this law too, it, I talk about how our thoughts are the most potent form of our, of energy because our thoughts, and I learned this in that first personal growth class I took in 1974, cause we did all kinds of different things like, um, yeah. And, and I won't go into that right now, but our, our thoughts are huge. So just know that because we can, we can transmit our thoughts. Um, it, It just, it just happens. And, and, and so you know all of us need to think beyond the boundaries that we're currently thinking, myself included you know I'm human too, and um i i I think every the people that I know out there in in life teach what they teach because they need to know it the most mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so so I'm always learning you know constantly, and I just consider myself a teacher and a messenger too but um but then you know manifestation of, of things in our life occurs after it begins in our thought. So that might be something for you to write down and think about. So manifestation of anything that you want physically or inside of you begins after it comes, it begins in our thought process. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a little, little piece of the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so the next one that I, the, the third one that I, that I teach about is the law of vibration. Cause I, people need to know, like I stated in the beginning, that everything is made out of energy. Everything is in a constant state of vibration. And I know all of you know this because when you walk into a room and there's something happening that doesn't feel so good. You can feel those vibrations, right? Of, mm-hmm. uh-oh, uh oh, I might want to turn around and leave, or, or just
1: you, <laughs>
0: yeah. Or I, or I may want to stay if it's something really exciting and warm and and yeah. wonderful. We can all feel those vibrations, whether you believe this or not. You all know that you can feel these things, right? Mm-hmm. So, because um, everything is vibrating at a different frequency and rate all of the time. So the goal is to be around the individuals that are um, of the same similar vibration where you're um, in alignment with, with what's happening um, more often than not. Um, so you're not constantly having to fight the, and, and wade through the muck of the lower vibrational stuff that people put out. So mm-hmm. does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So um you know and, and our thoughts actually do control our emotions. So there you go. We are, we can, we can stop as we slow down and we take our deep breaths and we look at this emotional scale and we use appreciation, we use humor, whatever it is you're using, we can raise our vibration. So, um, you know, it, it, your vibration determines what you're resonating with, what, what you're attracting every day and every second of every day into your life people, places, um, experiences, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, and how we perceive it too, because something can perceive, you know, one person would perceive a situation one way and the other person might perceive the same exact thing and be all upset about it and while the other person's like, oh, it it wasn't too bad or... (laughs) Yep, Yeah,
0: yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then the next one is the law of relativity. So the law of relativity is... Everything is relative, right? Just like you just said, it's it's you know how people perceive it. That's that's perfect. The way you oh, said I just led
1: you into now. that, huh?
0: Yeah, you went right <laughs> into it and you didn't even know. That was good, Rachel. That was good, yeah, because because you know everything is made real by its relationship to something else, right? I mean, if if you didn't, if we didn't have others in our life. Um, we we couldn't know that here's something you do or don't want right mm-hmm. so it's, it, it it we do need other people out there in our world on a regular basis of course and and we in, and then to have that compassion for other people too um this law is really important because If you hear somebody say something, whether it's out there in the the political realm or it's um, in your personal life or wherever you're at, Mm -hmm. and it's not something that resonates with you, but you can go, wait a minute, that universal law of relativity, it's, it's all relative because it's, it's, it's things have meaning because we give it meaning and, and somebody may not give something meaning that you, um, you would give meaning to or in the same manner. That makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you know, like, okay, so, so here's one quick example, just so you're, you're understanding in, in a, um, in a visual way. Um, okay. Let's say, um, you keep your house at 66 degrees. A lot of people would go, holy smokes, we're in Minnesota, 66 degrees. That's pretty cold.
1: Yes. That's,
0: that's pretty chilly.
1: I'm thinking, uh, no way,
0: (laughs) (laughs) but go outside and it's minus five or zero outside and you come back into that 66 degree house and it feels warm, doesn't it? Right. Yeah. It's all relative. So that's just a quick example. There's way more that I give people. Um, the next law is the law of polarity. Um, so everything has an opposite. You know, good, bad, hot, cold, up, down, dark light, poverty, wealth. Um, And and so everything has an opposite and it's equal in its opposite. So um, that means if you drew, like I have people take out a piece of paper and they draw like a a negative sign on one side of the paper and a plus on the other side and put a, uh, then put a, um, a perpendicular line right in the center of that. And, and just put at the top of that is. It just is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Because because the, neg- the, the, the positive and the negative, the different sides are connected, aren't they? I mean, mm-hmm. they, they really are. So think about a flashlight. Um, you wouldn't put the batteries in a flashlight intentionally the wrong way, would you? No. And the only way that that the um, flashlight is going to going to work or any other electrical device, any other device you put batteries into is if the they're they're in there in the correct way. And so the flow of energy is moving in that direction. So it has to move in the right direction. So each of us. As, 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 and it backs up to, um, the law of relativity too. So you'll see that each of these laws ties together really nicely with the one before it and the one before it, and it, and it's all flows really easy, but each of us are not an originator of a thought. We're a receiver of a thought. So with this flow of energy, with the law of polarity, we're able to receive the different thoughts, um, along as long as they're flowing in the correct the, the right direction mm-hmm. so I hope that makes sense does that one does that kind of make sense I mean there's way more to it but we don't have time today to go into it
1: yeah and I get it and if people want you know more in-depth in that of course they can reach out to you and uh, right. start reading your blog and thing too yeah.
0: yeah exactly and then the next one is the law of rhythm so everything is like a pendulum you know it swings to the right And then it must swing back to the left. Everything in life has a rhythm. Um, You know, everything is involved in kind of like a dance, like a swaying back and forth. Mm -hmm. And everything's either growing or dying, isn't it? I mean, it's the law of rhythm. And there's different cycles to everything. Right now, we're in the dead of winter here in Minnesota. And it's, um, you know, it seems like everything's dead, but really, it's not because we get, then we get spring, which is, is the other swing of, of, of this pendulum, and, and things start popping back to life, right? Mm-hmm. So um, it, it's, like, it's like the ocean. The tide goes in and the tide goes out.
1: Yeah. Oh, I like that. It makes me think of kind of how with movement, that balancing between movement and stillness, that that our bodies, you know, kind of need, but we're so much like a society of like go, go, and then do it harder, and <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. And
0: it's important to to think about this law of rhythm, especially when things are not really going your way, mm-hmm. and you're like, what's happening? Why is this happening Why? Oh, I don't <laughs> like this. And then 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 you go, wait a minute. That law of universal law of rhythm. It won't stay here that long. It will swing to the other side of that pendulum. So there you go. There's that visual. Yeah. I, I'm such a visual person. So that helps me because then it gives me hope that it's not going to stay in this, this way because of the law yeah. of rhythm. It's going to, it's going to change.
1: I like how you, you use that concept of the pendulum. I've kind of felt this sense of like the rhythm can be like contractions and expansions of energy. So things kind of feel like tight and maybe heavier. And then we go through periods where it's really expansive and feels light and easy. And, and then there might be stuff to move through. That's more of a contraction and then an expansion again.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. And this is, see, these are things, all of these laws are here for us to learn them and remember them on a daily basis so we can go wait a minute that's that law of rhythm okay all right all right i'm going to hang in there yeah. <laughs> it lightens things up a bit when yeah. you're in college right mm-hmm. so and then the next one is the law of cause and effect so whatever you send out into the universe whether it's through your thought whether it's, um, your emotions, it must come back. It must come back unless you, um, do something to intercept it. And you, you, you notice it fairly quickly because within the law laws of the universe, things don't happen generally, like immediately they can, when you are, you're really good at manifesting and you know what you're doing, you can, um, you know, get some of those doubts and fears and resistances out of the way and you can manifest quickly. But like I said a few times, we're human. So you have patience with yourself and you, wait a minute, okay. So I, you know, I, I just have to know that that everything out there in this world that is going on, it's going to come back to me if I don't do something to intercept it. Mm-hmm. OK, so for me, um, that has to do with. Um,
1: is that know, kind of like you reap what you sow kind of concept? Well, it's, it is, but it isn't. There's another
0: one that that's actually the law of compensation. We're going okay. to get to that in a minute. But but, um, you know, all of our actions have consequences and, and they, they produce specific results, as mm-hmm. do inactions You know, when you don't take it, take an action at all, it can have a consequence too. It may be a great consequence because, you know, you didn't go out into traffic that day and perhaps, you know, weren't involved in an accident, you know, and those are things we'll never know, but you just have to, um, you have to know, you have to tune in and and ask every day, every second of every day. And that's a whole nother piece is, is to learn to trust yourself and ask yeah. for guidance, right? Cause yeah. God, the universe gives it to us on a daily, um, actually minute, second by
1: second. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's uh, always our, there, right? <laughs> it's
0: always there. It's just how much are you willing to open up to it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, this is, this is, um, what you put out. That's the cause. Okay. That's the cause. And, and then just know that it's going to have a result and that's going to be the effect. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's, that's just quickly what the law of cause and effect is. It is, it is similar in some ways to the law of attraction, but it's not exactly. So yeah, it's, it's not exactly, like I said, all these laws are tied together. There's, there's a beautiful tide to them. And if you join me in Kauai, you'll get to experience that and ha- and do this, uh, you know, out in nature, like I said. But you get time to kind of um, think about and be as you're walking around this old sugarcane plantation um, by yourself, maybe journaling or, or whatever, before we take off and, and go see the sites of Kauai. But then you're aware of it of all these laws, and especially the ones that you talk about that day, and you can put them into action um, Mm -hmm. on purpose.
1: Oh, I love that. Yeah. And I love these laws that you've shared with us today. Tell me more about your kawaii retreat. So I know you do some teaching while you're there. And then what else?
0: Um, well, you, um, everything is taken care of for us. We have a, I, I partnered with a spiritual retreat company, actually used the the law of attraction is actually what happened when I, when this came to me in 2014, I was involved in a class in um, South Florida for a year. And the first um, time we got together, the assignment for each of us was to talk about at our table, a retreat we we would put on and I got afraid because I'd never done anything like that. And, and then they said, well, come on, you're a dream coach. Just get in there and dream about what would it be and where would it be? And I said, I said, Hawaii, because I love Hawaii. It's a very uh-huh. spiritual place. All of the islands are. And, and I came home after I, I talked about it in detail and dreamed about it. It was really fun. And then I thought I forgot about it. I came home and three months later, in January of 2015, the um, man that owns a spiritual retreat company in Kauai came into my life via my daughter. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really um, a cool experience with that law. And I yeah that's correct. And it was what
1: I was supposed to do. Oh, my to.
0: gosh. Yeah. and it gives me
1: goosebumps.
0: <laughs> well, the instructor then, I told her about it and she goes, Connie, you don't have um, the following yet to, to really pr- put together a big retreat like this. And I said, Nope, I, she goes, do it the following year in 2016. I said, huh, I'm getting it loud and clear that I'm supposed to do it in October of 2015. Mm-hmm. And so I, I did. And oh, wow, yeah. And then, then I did it in 16 and I'm doing it again in 18. So, um, it's in October 5th through the 12th. Um, but what people do um, people that are attracted to this retreat, um, really enjoy to be, they, they enjoy being around other like-minded individuals. They, um, need time to just be, be alone in nature. Um, they need a vacation, but, but not per se, just a willy nilly kind of vacation, because yeah. this one is... You're supported and pampered every single day. We have our own chef. We have our own guides. Everybody gets massage um, and it's outside under a tree with the breeze blowing and blowing. It's, it's like nothing I've ever had before. And then we sightsee. We have a sound healer that comes in, um, Hawaiian cultural Um, person. So, I mean, the list goes on. We go on a catamaran for a day and snorkel if you want um, and see the whole Nepali coast, um, see some uh, perhaps whales and dolphins. And yeah, so it's, it's a vacation, but it's also a retreat where you can learn to transform your life and take these universal laws every day and, um,
1: and practice with them. That sounds so amazing, Connie. I know I've watched your videos, and I I would love to go on that sometime.
0: Yeah, we'll do yeah. it this year. Yeah, your husband, come in, in October. It'll it'll uh, it will totally transform your life, and it'll oh be a God. vacation like you've never had before. Yeah. Never ever. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, so well, how would our listeners get more information about you and your retreat, and to read your blogs and things like that? Connie Hertz.com and that's
0: C-O-N-N-I-E-H-E-R-T-Z.com.
1: Awesome. Thank you, Connie. Yeah. It's been such a pleasure words. to have you on. Is there anything, any last words or anything, you know, to wrap up that you'd like to share? Um, well, just, um, I would say each
0: of you, especially during this holiday season, where we're at right now, I don't know when you're going to be listening to this, but any time in your life, remember to slow down and take care of yourself, nurture yourself. Um, Even if you think you don't have the kind of time to do it, even just a couple minutes of going off into visualizing things that you want, um, getting into the feeling aspect of how you want to feel, because that's a really big piece of creating more joy in your life and allowing yourself to move through some of these stuck times and remember yeah. my move acronym. Okay. Cause that's a quick, easy one. And contact me anytime. My email is on the uh, website. You can register for the blog there. It's free. Um, yeah, I would just reach out to me and I'm, I, I do like a 30 minute, uh, free, um, like discovery session and and talk with you just to see what it is that um, is going on in your world.
1: Awesome. Check Connie. Oh, listeners.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Connie. Yes. Thank you, Rachel. Thanks, everybody. Take care.
1: Hey, listeners, I have an app that will support you on your journey to inner healing and radiance. It is free to download and you can subscribe for more features, including my daily recreators, power words for retraining your mind, and get special push notifications from me with quotes and other messages for your healing journey. For the links to download and subscribe, go to www.rachelapp.com. And you can check out my website at drrachelw.com. Enter your name and email, and I'll send you my nine happiness and healing essentials. With that, remember to rev, recreate, enlighten, and vibrate. Thank you for listening. Until we meet again, be love.